0: Hi, everyone. You're listening to The Multifamily Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Koo, and this is the show where I interview investors to find out how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. Enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Multifamily Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Koo, and this is the show where I interview investors and discuss how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. Today, we are bringing back the Nan Lin. Now, if you want to hear his story, you cannot listen to this episode. You got to listen to the last episode because this episode is all about action items on how you can get started in investing in multifamily properties. So, welcome back to the show, Nan. Hey, thanks for having me, Taylor. So, you know, let's say I am just starting out, like I educated myself, you know, we we always hear people saying like oh maybe you should start off in single families and then go into multi oh you're shaking your head no right away so you think you should go straight into multifamily hundred percent got it 100%. and so making that jump then and uh, and going straight into it where should somebody go first okay
1: first of all not everybody has the ability to invest in real estate when they want to okay. <laughs> Uh, There's a couple of things you need. Number one, consistent income. Number two, good credit, right? And number three, the ability to source real estate. Now, if you don't have that, let's just say your credit sucks, okay? Then you need more money, all right? Put 40% down, 50% down. Banks will finance you if you have bad credit, okay? Or bad, worse credit. But you need credit, money, and the ability to source deals. Gotta have these three. If you're missing one of them, you better bulk up on the other items, right? So where to start? Uh, let's just say I'm a brand new investor. I'm working a decent job and uh, you know I'm working on decent credits. That is actually a great start. Now it's about finding the deals. Okay. In the very beginning, I see that people are always trying to find the best deals. Look, okay. If you can find the best deal you'll have somebody right behind you like me that's going to snatch it from under you and you will have zero chance of competing because we come in, cash offers, 10-day close. How are you, how are you going to compete? Right? <laughs> it's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get all of the good deals before it hits the market, right? Pocket listings, you know, just off the market listings, we pick through all of that. What's left over gets those on the market. So instead of trying to find the best deals and compete with professional investors, I will say, get you in, get yourself into a deal first. You have to pay the price for schooling. You have to pay the price for education. In the very beginning, you might not get a very good deal. And my definition, not a very good deal is that you can just get into a property and not lose money, okay? <laughs> as long <laughs> as you don't lose money, that's not a very good deal, but it's a great deal for a beginner. Just to start All out. Right? But get your feet in the door. Right, and I start developing relationships with realtors, with brokers, with you know handyman, with contractors, and be a good person. Okay, what do I mean by that? You tell a contractor you're going to pay him three thousand dollars. You're going to try to come back and negotiate with him for twenty five hundred dollars. I'm going to hate you as a contractor. I will never want to work with you again. And if yeah. I'm a very good contractor, you would have lost me. Right. So pay people their worth. Pay professionals well. I learned that from Robert Kiyosaki. Pay professionals well. I'm like, why? My parents always taught me go haggle people, right? It was like <laughs> how did you get some money off. But like when you pay people well, they want to work with you. When you treat people well, they want to work with you. In the very beginning, I would say, find a multifamily property. If you're just getting started, a duplex will do. Uh, if you're really serious about investing and maximizing your investments, hey, find a duplex, uh, live in one unit right rent out the other unit figure out a way to figure out some way of realizing some upside just you know learn how to work you know learn how to work on stuff but duplex is a great way to start multifamily 100% if you're trying to get into a single family being an investor i would say that's not a very i mean it's better than not doing anything at all but uh, from an investor standpoint it's probably not a very good move
0: not the best move not the best. so with uh, with duplexes then let's I mean, one thing that I at least like when I talk to different people is like trying to get the realtor to take you seriously. I mean, yeah, you know, talking to the realtors, you know, they probably have a lot of different investors trying to buy the same thing. What do you do about that credibility piece for someone
1: that is new? Bring them a pre-approval letter. Hmm. Go get pre-approved with your lender. Bring it to the realtor. Hey, I'm pre-approved for $400,000. Let's go look at duplexes. They're like this guy has the ability to buy. He's ready to buy. Show them the cash down. I have the cash down. My credit, you know, I'm pre-approved. Let's rock and roll. They will take you seriously.
0: Then they'll take you seriously. Did you ever uh, vet? or Do you ever have a vetting process with like talking, talking to different lenders and talking to different realtors that were red flags for you, or maybe even some green flags that you were like, wow, I love this person and I want to work with them.
1: Lenders, it'd be easiest for you to work with your existing lending institution. Most likely, though, people are banking with big banks like Chase, Wells Fargo, City, blah, blah, blah. Those banks are really, really hard to get loans from. But in the very beginning, you don't have that much choice, though. So you just got to jump through the hoops. They're going to ask you for a thousand documents. They're going to look at you under a microscope. You got to go through that process, right? And some of the banks I found uh, that's willing to lend when you're like a noob and doesn't have much, much credibility... But you have to put higher down payment in banks like Cathy Bank or East West Bank, you know, like those banks. Uh, you can go in 35, 40% down, no questions asked. They're going to finance you, no problem, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to have that larger down payment. If you want to put 3.5% down, 5% down, you know, the, the big banks are hard to do that with. But as you get into the industry and you find some of these like boutique loan brokerages, those are probably some of the best actually for you. But you know you got to go through the process of finding them and betting them. One thing that I wish I would have done and knew how to do was to find people who are already doing what I want to do, invest in real estate, and just ask them for lenders information. Like, hey, which loan broker do you use? Uh, would you mind sharing You know that resource? Also, this is one thing I dislike. Okay, People just coming up to you asking for shit. Excuse my French. No, you didn't ask me. Hey, take them out to lunch at least, right? Take them out to lunch, treat them out to lunch and ask them, you know, for opinions, for stuff, for resources. But, you know, take someone out to lunch and then show them that, you know, you value their time and, uh, you know, pretty sure they will be willing to help you. Hmm. But uh, lenders, that's the first hurdle that you have to get over. Next, realtors, that's kind of like realtors, you know, there's just a lot of realtors out there. Obviously, some realtors are good, some not not so good. I would ask my investor friends to share their resource. Uh, I would ask people who are already doing it to share their resources. Just ask them what brokerages they use, if there's an agent that they refer. You know, look on Instagram, look on social media, find the people who are doing large volumes, who are doing very well for themselves. And generally just to let you know, realtors who are very good at what they do would they generally wouldn't compromise on their rates. Okay. So if you're looking for a deal, trying to bargain someone down from like 5% to 4%, like get out of here. They're not going to talk to you.
0: Okay. So
1: that's my two cents.
0: And so, you know, I, I feel like now, so, you know, we, we talked about acquiring the asset, right? And let's, let's use the duplex now for an example, you know, got a lender, got a realtor. We were able to put a property under contract. Yep. No one really ever talks about the actual renting of the, the next unit over, like over. And then you know, everybody talks about, oh, it's, it's easy to, to rent it out. Maybe just post it on Craigslist. Uh, and, and we'll find any renter that, that'll, that'll be there. And then that's just extra cash flow to help, to help pay for your mortgage and pop, put some money in your pocket. Ned, did you have a vetting process or do you recommend a vetting process in, into you know, finding a solid renter?
1: In the very beginning, I actually did the renting myself. Okay. Well, I'll post on Craigslist. I got a bunch of forms. Look at the internet, pick and choose like terms you want, get it on the term sheet, get people to sign. Right. But I just based it, not necessarily feeling, but you know, you can vet people like where do you work? What's the family situation like? What about their past records? Where they lived before? You can call the old landlords to vet them, right? So these are all due diligence. Over time, I tried using property management companies. The first one I used was horrendous. I mean, this is the worst property man, smooth selling property management company, the worst ever. I would never use ever again. I have in my all my years of real estate investments, I have never seen a property management that sucked so much. Ah oh, Jesus. Smooth selling real estate. <laughs> Calling you out, man. These guys, <laughs> oh Lord. Why try to get a report? I don't get a response. I show up to their office. I'm like, here I am. Give me my reports, my property. They're like, that information is confidential. We don't have access to it. Only your property manager have access to. it. I'm like, it doesn't even work for your company. It's like, yeah, but he's not here right now. I'm like, show me my file. Show me my. I'm missing some money. Show me. And then they wouldn't show me. I'm like, you guys are done, right? But just like stuff like it's insane. So I've gone through some crazy stuff to kind of know what to look for now. Uh-huh. And when I brought property management in house, I just kind of dialed everything in the way that mm-hmm. I want it to be. Great. Right, but how did we get on the subject? I got sidetracked.
0: Oh, no, no. We were, we were just talking about when you were leasing it to, to a different resident or got to it. a different tenant. And, you know, when you, you know, you had, you had your experience with that really bad property management company, but then now you brought it in house and then uh, now you do it yourself. And yeah. I guess it, now, now even taking it a step further, let's say you wanted to start your own property management company. Do you have any recommendations on like first hires or first steps?
1: Well, let's go back to as a brand new person, duplex, let's just use that frame, right right and uh, you know you want to get a renter in. I will say talk to different property management companies. This is how I, this process works very well for things that you don't know. Let's just say you know nothing about property management and you're trying to figure out like what's good and what's not, right? There's only so much you can read online. Uh, the next step is to talk and have conversations with actual property managers and property management companies. And then just ask them like, hey, what do you do that is unique to you that you feel like you know, can help me as a landlord or can help me and can help my property? And they'll say things like, oh, we actually do, you know, not only do we call the, land, the previous landlords of these you know, renters, we also do side visits or... You know, like, and you hear these things, you'll pick up on them, take some notes. Go to the next one, like, hey, what do you guys do for property management? What is unique to you guys? What do you think make you stand out from the competition? They'll give you a list. No to them. And at the end of the day, you're like, I like this, I like this, I like this, I like this. You have a list of you know, like 10, 15 things, and you go to the property management company, you're like, Do you have this list of things? Can you check these off? And then you pick one that you like, right? So asking questions and then just having these uh companies and having these agents or these property managers answer you, you can't. Create a list of your own. And then through that list, you can find the right people. And it's so you don't have to fall in love with that first one that, that pops up. You
0: can yeah. you can just compare never. and yeah, never, never go for the first one. Oh, yeah. Bad idea. <laughs> awesome. Well, there were so many golden nuggets in these past, you know, 10-15 minutes. And so thank you for sharing this insight. You That's know, for, for any newbies that are jumping into real estate for the first time, get that duplex, take some action. And man, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you again?
1: Yeah, you can find me on social media at Nan Unlimited. YouTube is Nan Unlimited as well. YouTube, Instagram, you know, I don't really use Facebook though, but you know, for (laughs) all the listeners, hey, if you're thinking about getting real estate, make sure you do it. Okay, 100%. Make sure you get it. Do whatever you need to do. If you have a spouse that needs convincing, drag her across that line. (laughs) I'm telling you, uh, getting into real estate, buying that first property for me, best decision I've ever made in my life. Looking back, best decision period right and thank you taylor for providing this platform for all your listeners to learn and for you know for you grabbing these uh you know people like me sharing their experiences i think it's extremely valuable and i hope that listeners can take action
0: awesome no what a great way to end the show thank you everyone for listening thank you for the kind words and i'll see y'all next time hey everyone thanks for listening to this episode If you got any value out of the show, I'd greatly appreciate if you leave a rating and review on iTunes to help others receive that same value. If you're looking to learn more on how to passively invest in apartment buildings or self-storage assets, click on my link in the show notes to learn more. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.